Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple seconds and let the Lord just draw us toward him. Remember, it's his job. It's his purpose. It's his responsibility to draw us to him. You can't direct your soul. That's always been part of the problem is your soul wants to be on the leadership team. And your spirit, who you truly are, is the only leader because your spirit is one with God. So we are letting the Lord just draw us. And Lord, we ask you to do that. And we ask you to stir up a hunger and a thirst for you. And remind us of the desires you've given us in the past, Lord. Give us the, the plan and the strategy and the encouragement, Lord, whatever we need to keep focus on what you would have us focus on, the path that you would have us to walk, Lord. Rather than being pulled towards what we want to do or what others want us to do, Lord, we want to receive life from you. And whatever that takes, whatever training and opportunity and change needs to happen, Lord, we give you permission to do whatever is necessary in our lives in order to bring us into that oneness that we absolutely believe is possible for our time here on this earth. Just because we haven't seen it, Lord, we accept that that doesn't mean that it doesn't happen and that it can happen to us. We can be made whole. That's your intent and your desire. So, Lord, we accept that it's possible and we join you in that purpose. Lord, the healing and truth and whatever is necessary to bring our soul into alignment with our spirit so that we would receive that eternal life flowing. Lord, we just want to know you on your terms, not know about you or even through our soul you know, with, by by understanding or knowledge or recognizing you or feeling your presence. We want to know you in reality because we are one with you by experience. 
And Lord, whatever you know far better than we do what we need. And I just ask that you meet those needs right now. However way you choose, Lord, meet those needs. Reveal yourself. And again, give us the clarity. One step at a time, one decision at a time, one healing at a time, Lord. We accept each day as a gift from you. Lord, we we also accept that you draw us in ways that we don't even expect. And that sometimes the little things that you're doing in our lives can have the greatest impact, can, can have the greatest change in our lives. Because, Lord, we do expect that there will be change in our lives as you make yourself known, as as we receive healing from you, we expect that there will be change in, the, in conforming to your nature, to our new spirit nature. So all things become new. Not like new, but new. And all old things, they just fade away. We don't have to go out and get rid of them. They will just fade away. So Lord, we ask that you you have your way. We're all on the same page. We all want to know you. We all want to be one with you. And we want to receive the healing and the truth that comes from knowing you as you are. So Lord, for those who need encouragement, for those who need healing, I would just ask that you give meet those needs and give us what we need even now, Lord. Thank you. So we've been talking about the supernatural experiences. And we have these ideas about what those supernatural experiences are going to be like. And one of the concerns we always have is how are we going to react? We we all get so have an idea about okay, if I were spiritual, then when some such and such happened, I'd know how to react or I would react a certain way. Well, first let's settle it. You are spirit. So, of course you're spiritual. Whatever you do in your spirit, is spiritual. Whatever you do in your spirit is one with God. So you don't need to worry about how you react because your spirit's already done. You're already completely in God's family. You're you're one with him. He's not going to say, well, no, you didn't measure up. You're out of here. That's not him. He's never going to be disappointed in you. You're his beloved. He he's thrilled with you. But our challenge is we're in the process. We're in the learning process. 
And just like, just with anything, we're going to do some things better than others. And our challenge is to remember we learn more from making mistakes than we do from getting things right the first time. So God will very often put us in situations we can't handle. And that's okay. In fact, it's more than okay. Expect it. Now there's that that idea out there that God will never put you in, in a situation <clears throat> that you can't handle. Well, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. God will never put you in temptation that you can't handle by turning to him. But this is not about being tempted. This is about a circumstance, a situation. God will absolutely, time and time again throughout your life, put you in situations that you can't handle. Embrace that. How does that make you feel? What does that make you think? How does that, does that line up with what you believe? That God is okay with you failing. God is going to put you in situations where you fail. So you will fail. We need to fail. We need to learn how to fail. We need to learn how to succeed. Now, we're going to, and we're going to do both throughout the rest of our existence here on this earth and maybe beyond. So let's get good at both. God doesn't care whether we succeed or fail. It's are we depending on him? Are we turning to him? Lord, what's going on here? Or are we going, oh, how you know, what does, what does God want me to do in this situation? The only way you're going to know is to ask him. And what are we always talking about? Developing that habit. Lord, is this you? Lord, I need some help here. Lord, what is your guidance here? What's going on here? Is there interference? Am I heading in the right direction? Am I believing a lie? And now part of the whole experiencing what we're doing here on this earth is to learn to ask the right questions. And this is really just going to come through time. But guess what? Your spirit already knows the right questions, so it's not like something you need to stress over. The right question will come to you when you need it because you're waiting on him. That waiting time is giving God the opportunity, shall we say, to wire up the speakers and the receivers in your soul to hear from God. God's always talking or communicating with your spirit. Your spirit knows everything. Problem's not your spirit, the problem's your soul. 
and again, we can't just throw out our whole soul because the soul, your soul, is the one God gave you. It was a gift. It is a gift. It's not broken. He doesn't want to remove it from you. The problem is your soul has been doing things its own way. And God says, no more. No more shadow kingdom. He doesn't want us to settle for anything shadowy. Instead, we are to rule and reign with him. Rule over ourselves, our soul, and reign over our circumstances. That doesn't necessarily mean always succeed, always never make a mistake. It's being, being successful, reigning successfully over our circumstances is getting every last little advantage from every circumstance and opportunity. Every day is an opportunity to know him more. It's an opportunity for change. He's the one doing the changing, though. So we can rest, we can relax, and understand our relationship with him. It's fully done in our spirit. And our soul is fully acceptable to him. It's just practically speaking, your soul cannot yet align with your spirit. But he is working on it. And he, in his timing, will bring your soul back into alignment with spirit so you can receive the eternal life that's always available. So while he's working on that, while he's arranging those circumstances in your life, if you are spending time with him, change is happening in generally predictable areas. The configuration of how he's made us, spirit, soul, and body, there are some expectations we can have. We've talked about how God uses certain things in our lives to get our attention. And this pretty much is universal across different cultures and ages and across, the, across the, uh, all boundaries, finances, relationships, and health. That if there are recurring problems in those areas, odds are God's trying to get your attention. Not about those areas, but he's just trying to get your attention. It's most often not about those areas. But those areas are, matter to us. So he uses those areas to say, hey, you're avoiding me. I want to talk to you about this. But as we spend time with him and he sharpens our senses, part of our existence here, part of what will automatically happen is you will begin to experience other solical senses 
and you'll begin to have a an awareness of what is going on in other realms. Now, these things are going to happen, and you're going to have some choices. Either you're going to say, well, that's not what I've been taught, so I'm not interested. Well, what you're, what you're doing is you're saying, I don't want healing, because this is where healing resides. It's in the supernatural realm. The spirit breaking into the supernatural realm. If you're saying, I don't want to have anything to do with change in my soul, you're resisting healing. You're resisting truth. You're resisting God. Now, I'm not saying we'll do it anyway. What I want you to consider is asking the Lord. Lord, why am I resisting you in this area? Why am I holding so closely to my beliefs in this area? What am I afraid of? Lord, help me out here. Or free me from that fear or resistance or misunderstanding. Lord, how you fix it is up to you. But I'm not interested. There's something there. I'm not I'm not confident that this is what you want for me if you if this is something you want for me at this time you're going to have to change me and then let him continue to spend time with him and let him change you he you have no idea how he's going to do that but be open and and again keep that awareness going that whether you are aware of it or not Supernatural experiences are happening around you all the time. All the time. It's just you're not aware of it. Now again, some for a lot of us, that's exciting. That's, you know, yeah, I want to know what's going on. This is something he's already doing. I want to know. I want to be a part of it. And then for some of us, it's like, you know, I've got enough on my plate. I'll just put this off until I die and we're in heaven. And if this was something he really wanted me to have, he would have, you know, put me in a different situation or given me a special anointing. This is not my strength. This is not my ministry. If I did start to believe this, it would start changing a whole bunch of beliefs I have and I would lose friends and whatever. Give him an opportunity to change you, to change your mind, to change your thoughts, your emotions, to deal with whatever it is. That's his job. Again, it's his job to change your soul. But this is going through the process and being aware of our circumstances. makes us aware, brings us into an awareness of his lordship in our lives. He shows us areas where he wants to heal us, not so we will even cooperate, but so we can be a part of it from a spiritual standpoint. So we can start seeing things from his perspective. 
not so he can help. He doesn't need your help. But we value, we can appreciate, and we can be grateful for what he is doing. And there's probably nothing more beneficial for any of us than to have a grateful heart and an appreciative attitude towards God. And you may think, well, what do I have to be thankful for? Well, that's a good start. Ask the Lord. That's between you and him. I don't know what your circumstances are. No no one else does. No one knows anybody else's circumstances. But God does. He knows what your real circumstances are, what you're really going through. And he wants the opportunity to show he really cares. And it doesn't come from having it told to you or a feeling from a good song or someone praying for you. None of those are are wrong, but they don't fill that need. They don't meet that need. They don't heal that wound. Only God's touch can do that. Now, sometimes he does it through those things. But we want to recognize God for who he is. So as we start looking into embracing supernatural experiences and being open to learning about the supernatural realm, we want to know that as he reveals himself, he's not trying to conform us to be something we're not. He's not trying to make us be or do something that doesn't suit us as the way he's made us. When we talk about the way he reveals himself to us. We think about personalizing God. And it's hopefully helpful because what good is a God that's impersonal? We talk about, you know, when we talk about other religions... Every religion has similar qualities than Christianity. They have a book, they have songs, they have, you know, rewards and blessings and curse, you know, curses for sins and you know, regulations for how we're supposed to live our lives. But for you and I, for for us Christianity is about knowing God having a personal relationship with a personal God. So as we 
experience the supernatural. And we ask for supernatural experiences. We've been talking about some guidelines. And that's all they are. Keys. Guidelines. Starting points. Talked about asking the Lord to create a hunger and a thirst. That supernatural experiences can be desired. And we can ask for them. He wants you to want what he wants for you. And then ask the Lord to help you to overcome any apprehensions or answer any questions you may have about the supernatural experiences, about the supernatural period. This challenge, this experience, these experiences are about your relationship with God. Not about your behavior. Not about how well you do. It's about relationship. And the result will be an expansion in your confidence in him, in how much he loves you and how trustworthy he is, as well as confidence in your spiritual authority and responsibility as a son of God. Also, ask the Lord to bring others into your life with whom you can share supernatural experiences. The Lord wants us to be able to learn from others learning from him, as well as teaching us how to share with others what he has shared with us. Our confidence in his faithfulness as a teacher, as a healer, as an encourager, our confidence grows as we see that he treats each of us with respect and gentleness. And remember that there's two voices of the shepherd. The voice of the shepherd and the voice of the butcher. If you're a sheep and you're hearing harshness, and anger and frustration, that's not the shepherd. But your hearing will improve until it's so sharp. You'll, God won't even have to hardly say anything, and you'll know exactly what's going on. Likewise, as we see what the Lord is doing in like-minded believers who are also desiring supernatural experiences. We are challenged to want to know him more and more. And the supernatural experiences are just part of the teaching. It's part of our lesson. Ask the Lord to reveal himself objectively. Not, okay, I think that was this or that. Oh, I think that was God. Oh, I think that was something supernatural. He wants to be clear. He will be clear. What is truly from the Lord will stand up to scrutiny by the light of day. Now, we're not going to tear things apart. Sometimes 
God God is not at all, uh, you know, responsible to answer all your questions. We can ask, but he's not responsible to account for what he's doing. But we ask, Lord, what's going on here? Is this from you? How how come this happened? How come this didn't mean what I thought it meant? How come one person thought it meant this and another person said it wasn't even from you? Hearing from, knowing God, and having supernatural experiences is not something that we strain for or experience in our solical imagination. There's a reality that you will begin to taste and see and experience that is the supernatural realm is more real, if it can if we can say it that way, more real than the natural realm we are focusing in now. The supernatural realm impacts the supernatural realm and the natural realm. The natural realm only impacts and affects the natural realm. Then the spiritual realm affects all three, spiritual, supernatural, and natural realms. So the supernatural realm has more reality to it than anything you've experienced or are experiencing in the natural realm now. The Lord sharpens her discernment for this very reason. Just as as we trust what we see, taste, and touch with our physical senses, we are going to be able to trust what we experience supernaturally as being just as real, if not more so. The Lord wants us to have that confidence of its realness. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Rainer's Radio. Have a great night.